Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. You guys ready to go? You can click, yeah, you can click the timer. I try to stay on my timer. I, I, I've been good, man. The kids got school in the morning. Come on, I'm doing good. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to turn, turn with me in your Bible to 2 Peter, 2 Peter 1, 3. We're going to be talking about this. First thing I want you to understand is this, and I really, really want you to just like, just download this in your spirit because it's really, really important that you, that you, you grab a spiritual understanding about this topic. Um, just because you have, have authority doesn't mean you've embraced authority at the level you need to, and each one of us needs to go a little bit deeper. So, I think it's very important that we understand some principles. Number one, number one thing I'm going to tell you before we even get into this is that you have to get a revelation of authority. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just because you have it doesn't mean you're operating in it. So you got to, basically, you almost got to, almost not, I don't want to say ask God, but you got to get God to kind of reveal it because like, oh, give me authority. You got to, you got to study this. You got to go after this. You know, Brother Hagin said something so good in Believer's Authority. He said he started praying those Ephesian prayers. You know, open the eyes of my understanding. You know, Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3. Open the eyes of my understanding. Let me know the hope of my calling. Let me get a spiritual understanding about this. Release the mystery to me. Let me see it. Let me know it. Let me understand it, okay? So one of the fastest ways that I think you can get the understanding that you need to get is to get the right image, okay? Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, like, okay, give me the revelation of it. Well, that's like... to me personally, when you say, give me the revelation of it, I don't think it's just going to fall out of the sky. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I woke up, I got the revelation. Like, give me the knowledge to see me the way you see me and let, help me operate in what I need to operate in so I can accomplish what it is you're trying to kind of like convey. Well, how am I going to get that unless I get some knowledge from the Word of God? So I think the easiest way for me to teach you is to say this, okay, Let's get an understanding of the right image of who you are. And then once you get an understanding of the image of what God made you, we could get a proper alignment to discover the authority that we really have. Okay? Because you gotta, you gotta see this thing and you gotta understand this and we'll start right like this, right? You know, the problem with the authority thing is this, is that everybody thinks, well, you know, God's in control of everything. God is not in control of everything. Okay, people want to play this this sovereign role and all this stuff and all that stuff. No, it's 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 not right. It's wrong. I've had people come to me and say, "Well, why does God do this stuff? Why does God let this stuff?" No, you have to understand the original plan and get an understanding. So we'll start here quick and we'll just go at it fast. You know what I mean? So you got Lucifer's in heaven, right? Because you got to understand, he took the authority and stole it from Adam, and he's the god in this world, small g running around like a nitwit in here, creating havoc. Now, God cannot, Jesus cannot just come back and undo what Adam did. He'd be a liar. So you got to understand, this is the redemption. Now, this is the stuff that people go, well, you don't know. Let's, let's get it, right? The Bible says in Luke, and you can go there, go to Luke 10. Let's, let's, let's just go here first, and then we'll get there, right? When you look at Luke 10, 19, it makes a lot of sense, and he'll explain to you what he saw, and when you see this through the Word of God, it produces, um, it, it produces a greater understanding. Um, let's start with 17. 
Let's start with Luke 10, 17. King James is great, and we're going to understand it. So you got, you got Michael, you got Gabriel, you got Lucifer, and there are archangels in heaven. You all know what happened. Lucifer wakes up one day and goes, I'm going to exalt my throne above everybody's throne up in here. I think I want to be the man. And the Bible says that he was what? He was banished. Come on, he left heaven and went to earth. So he's in the earth. And God didn't make, God didn't make Satan, God made Lucifer. Lucifer became Satan because he was hell-bent and left his position. God had made everything good. You understand this? My question is this. This is going, who tempted Lucifer? Because everybody's like, no, it was with, it, it's internal. Yeah, because anybody can almost what? You can basically rise up in that own prideful position and destroy yourself if you're not careful. So look what it says in Luke 10, 17. He had an idea. It was a bad idea. Who tempted him? It was inside of him. Okay? So now, whether, whatever. So this right. And the 70 returned again with joy, and this is what they said. Man, even the devils are subject unto us through, the na- the, through your name. And look what he says. He said, and behold, he said unto them, behold, I saw Satan as lightning fall from heaven. So he's telling me, he's like, he was in heaven, and he fell from heaven and got banished to the earth. Now, everybody goes, well, I don't know if I believe this. Well, it's the Bible. Whether you believe it or not, that's your business, but this is the truth. You understand what I'm saying? Some people say, well, I don't believe Lucifer's in the earth. No, believe me, they are, and demons and devils are in the earth. And now you see this hot, you see all this hot stuff going on about deliverance and all that stuff. I don't have a problem with it, but some of it's kooky. You know, it's like, because you go looking for crazy manifestations, you'll get them. You know what I'm saying? That's why you say, oh, do you see deliverance? Yeah, you see deliverance, but I ain't going to play with devils. I'll just get rid of them. You know what I mean? It's like I ain't have all day, you know, devil party or whatever these people do. I said to them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall, right? And he said, where'd he go? So you got to understand what happened. He tried to exalt his throne. You read Isaiah, you could see all this. You see him trying to exalt his throne. God said, that ain't going to be. You're out. Boom. Hits the earth. Took a third of the angels with him, right? Revelation says took a third of the angels with him, demons and devils. They hit the earth. And that's why he got havoc in the earth. And the God of this world is who? Is Satan because he stole authority subtly in the garden, read Genesis. He went in there and told Adam and Eve, hey, man, you know what? If you eat this thing, now here's why it's very important. Wrong identity. Now we're going to talk about that real slow, okay? So I just got to give you the the, the understanding. So now we got Lucifer hits the earth, and now, man, he run around havoc. Everything steal, kill, and destroy, is that nitwit? This agenda... All this nonsense we're seeing in the earth, all this demonic perversion, it's him. This whole nut show they got going on in America right now, and a bunch of nuts, is perversion. It's twisted, perverted. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? And I ain't backing up on it, and ain't nobody going to tell me to shut up, I'll punch him in the head. You know what I'm saying? That was just cute. I was just playing. I'm not going to hit nobody. Come on. No, he got to lighten up. He's got to get your attention. No, I'm not going to shut up about it because I'm right. It's perversion. It's perversion. Don't give me none of your nonsense. It's demonic. And you're like, oh, where, you know, where, where this, where that? You devils is what you are. You're devils in disguise in people's bodies. That's right. So I ain't going to sit here and go, oh, clap for the devil. No, I'm cast that devil out of you, nitwit. You know, like, they got this thing. I just seen this thing. They want to read these dirty books to these kids, perverted books. Gross nonsense, and you sit there and go, do you think this is normal? No, you nitwit. You got devils. And then tell them. I'll tell them in the school they got devils. I'll tell everybody they got devils. I'll tell them straight to their face, you got a devil. I can fix it. I can get rid of it. You'll probably come to your senses by tomorrow, but as long as you keep acting demonic like that, you're going to be a nut the rest of your life. 
So God, well, I think you're rude. I don't really care who thinks I'm rude. I'm, I speak the truth. That's demonic. Why would you even think this is normal? That's right. And everybody want to make excuses for this stuff. No excuses. So let's get off that because we want to stay there for nine hours, right? But what do you expect is going to be in the earth? Okay? So now, go slow. So the joker leaves, he leaves heaven, hits the earth. He's hell-bent. Can't stand man. Can't go back. Now, here's the big thing. Well, how long we got to put up with this? See, here's where the trauma hit, okay? Now, this is the thing that gets a little bit fuzzy because how was God going to do all this? And this is like nobody can really answer some of this stuff, so don't try to go there. Because think about it. Because like, when Satan hit the earth, he, did not de- he really did not deceive man until he had a moment. So how long was he gonna, supposed to stay in the earth? And was man going to have dominion over him from the beginning? Yes. So let's not get into what we don't know. Let's just stick with the word of God. So he hits the earth, and what does he do? Genesis, he deceives mankind, and he takes the authority from Adam that was rightfully Adam. So Adam was the God of the earth. You understand this? Okay. So now we got a we got a light, we got Earth Man, right? God makes him, forms him, fashions him. Now the the reason why we see this Adam Man, I think. Now this is my opinion. Okay. Now go slow because before this, the whole fall of of Lucifer was taking place. So God made a God Man. Pay attention. Think. Don't talk. God made a God Man to come into the earth to rule and reign. Because the system of heaven was jacked up. See it? So now, it's messed up, and he makes a God-man in the earth to rule and reign, and he would have subdued him from the beginning. But he doesn't understand his identity, Adam, because he don't know who he is. You got to, listen, man, this dick, this one side, this thick, you got to think, you got to think, fight, fight your head. Think, like, okay, all right, what do I got to know, Pastor Chris? Just what do I got to know? Adam is God in the earth. You understand this? He's the ruler and the reigner. Not, listen, Jesus, and listen, before Jesus ever showed up, God was going to rule the heavens, but Adam was going to rule the earth. The heaven was made for God, but the earth was made for man. And we were going to have Eden. Eden-like conditions. Forever. And he was going to rule everything with his mouth and dominion. He was going to mow the lawn with his mouth. Wouldn't that been cool? Yeah, because he was going to tell everything with his mouth, stop growing, grow, don't do this. God did it. Put stars, stay there, water, stop. Land be, mountains be. God spoke and it became. He had darkness, but he wanted what? Light and life. And he shot it out of his mouth. He created everything with it. So he made Adam. Now, Adam does not have an Adam has an identity crisis. He does not know who he is, and he does not understand his relationship with God. How can you say that? Because when the enemy showed up and tried to tell Adam who God was, he believed him instead of understanding the character of God, who he should have been manifested in development by spending time with. So what he was doing in the cool of the day, I don't know, wasn't paying attention, I'll tell you that. Because you cannot tell me something about someone's character that I know. So something with the identification process got messed up, and he missed it because, like, if you said Paul, you come to me and say, hey, man, Paul, man, that guy Paul. I said, nah, man, I know Paul. Nah, Paul was down at the 7-Eleven. He robbed it. (laughs) Paul was at the 7-Eleven robbing Slurpees. And what's the story with Wawa, bro? Why do I got to pay for the cup? You know, they don't preach needs prayer. You go to any other place, you could just, just get the drink with the cup. I go in there, and there's no cups. 
You ever been in there? Go to Wawa, check this out. I try to go find a cup. I'm walking around like an idiot. I'm like, where's the cups? I'm looking for the cup in here. I'm looking for the cup in there. I'm looking for the cup. You ain't never been to Wawa? Go to Wawa. Look for, don't, if you're in Daytona Beach, don't look for a cup. You got to buy the cup first. I said, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, because these nitwits are robbing cups and drinking found grace and leaving. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, you didn't notice? Did you see it? Yeah, you got to buy the cup. In Daytona Beach, Ormond, Port Orange, you could get the cup. Daytona Beach, they're robbing cups. That's a great thing to be known for, cup robbers. We bind the devil. Come on, man. That's a, that's a side note. That was funny, though. I had to buy the cup, Dennis. I went in there looking for cups. I was like, where's the cup? Wasn't a cup to be found. I'm looking. I said, maybe they ran out of plastic. I don't know. Where, is there paper ones? I look like an idiot running around. They're like, no, you got to buy the cup. I said, buy the cup for what? You got to buy the cup before you get the drink. I said, wow. That's something to be known for. Cup stealing Daytona Beach. Pray God. City God has given us. Let's go. Right? All right. That's, that's a side note. That's a bunny trail, but it's funny. So what you got to understand is this. Adam, God of the earth, gets deceived of identity. Write that down. That is what the enemy is going to try to do with you. He wants to deceive you of your identity so you do not function in your authority. Oh, you better write that down. He is going to, that'll, that'll preach right there. He's trying to deceive you of your identity so you do not function in your authority. Somebody needs to tweet that. Tweet that. That'll be good. Right? Did you get that? He's trying to deceive you of your identity so you do not walk in your authority. That's what it is. So if you don't know who you are, you're going to act like all goofy Christian friends you got. It's funny. You know what I'm saying. You didn't go, you're not goofy, but you know what I'm saying. Everybody got one of them. Well, you know, I don't know if that's all true. You got one of them hanging around you all day long. You know exactly what I'm saying. Like, now it's on you nuts because you come into this church. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, it's funny, man, I had the, I had the, uh, the one, the, he, I can't, well, he's a judge. He ain't a judge no more. One of the judges, man, you know, he came way back. Remember he came to Miracle Center? Oh, my God. He rolled up in there. Nobody knew who he was. I knew who he was. I said, man, it's funny. When they're messed up, they need miracles. They know who you are. But after that, they don't care no more. I was like, man. I said, I might, I might need you one day, but praise be to God. He's just visiting. So, I mean, it came for one, one shot. <laughs> one shot's all you need. Come on, hallelujah. But you understand what I'm saying. You're right by thinking like this. This is next level thinking of Christianity. Like, wait a minute. So you're saying to me, Adam was God in the earth. Yes. That's how God wanted it to be. And Adam, think about it. Whatever you call it, I'll call it. Whatever you say, I'll say. Whatever you speak, I'll back up. I gave you the earth. I gave you Eden. I gave you the garden. I gave you everything. And I gave you, and he told him three things. He said, what did, tell you, what did I tell you guys Saturday? Guide it, guard it, govern it. That's why, some, that's why guys, and girls, don't give the guys a hard time. Some of you girls are you're becoming a pain, and don't be a pain. No, you are. When he's, he's not that spiritual sometimes, but when he tries to get spiritual, don't shoot him down. He's trying. You understand what I'm saying? He's trying. Give him a break. Give him a little chance to get it going. It's not easy. He's trying, because like we are insecure guys, and sometimes we throw these things out there, but we're really trying to guard, govern, and guide, but we don't know how to get in touch with that side. We don't have the other side of the head. We only got that one side. You got multiple heads or whatever it is. You got a right brain, left brain. I only got one brain, praise be to God. You know, I don't have multiple brains. You, know, you, you got like eight brains, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes he's trying to like say, hey, I don't think this is a good idea. And you're like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, it's just because it's not, and you got to try to give him the 83 explanation of why it's not, and he's just trying to say, it ain't right. Something's not right about it. 
give him a little grace. He might not have the vernacular to explain it, but let him go with his heart because his heart knows what he's seeing and feeling. Does that make sense? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Say amen because I'm preaching way better than your amen to me. You know, because you need an explanation and then you think next thing you know, he's trying to, well, you know, you're just trying to get your way. No, he might just be trying to guard, govern, and guide and he don't know how to articulate it so he, sometimes he's just like a little bit, and it looks like we come out bad because nobody likes confrontation. So give him a little break. Like maybe say, hey, maybe next time, you know, just like, hey, are you trying to guard, guide, and govern, or is this just you had a bad day with your ESPN? Just tell me what's up. And, and it's okay because it'll help, okay? Let's move on because that's the problem because Eve's like, hey, I got a great idea because women are brilliant, but you're dangerous unless you submit. <laughs> that's going to go over big. They never invite me to women's conferences. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody lets me in on those things. No, what do you mean you got to spend? Well, you got to know that when, when we get too far out, you're creative, you're smart. Let me tell you about women. She's the Picasso man. God made his masterpiece when he made a woman because she could turn a room, can't she? Right? And any guy in the world wouldn't follow a woman, right? Because we can do it. Not as like certain things because you have the power of persuasion. Okay? So understand this. But here's the problem. She's like, hey, I got a great idea. We can get from here to there real quick. Mm. sometimes you miss the process because you don't understand the order. So she, she got out of order because she was looking at the process and fast-tracking the process, but some things you can't fast-track because I, I don't think anybody likes the emotional currency you got to give to almost see the cultivation of things. That's not bad, it's just how you're wired, okay? So leave it at that, just understand some things are good, but they're not great. So what did she say? Hey, let's eat this thing. No big deal, right? She eats it, he eats it, he's disobedient. He should have slapped that out of her hand in a nice way. Like, what are we doing here? This is crazy. Because he's, he's relinquished a lot of responsibility because I don't know why. He wasn't paying attention because he got, he got, he got messed up. She got deceived, but he got disobedient. It's worse. You know what I mean? So deception is like, man, you got tricked, but disobedience, that's bad. You knew what you were doing and did it anyway. That's bad, bro. So now we got the shift, right, of authority. So now the devil's like, okay, now I, got the, now I got the authority in the earth, and now I got the ability to what? Rule and reign in the earth, and I'm going to have dominion over mankind. And he did until Jesus Christ. Got that? So Jesus wanted to reestablish your authority. Because without authority, you're going to be in trouble in the earth. You see this? So now we go, okay, so Adam, right, gives the land lease. Adam commits high treason, gives him authority. Lucifer takes the authority and goes, now, hey, I'm God of the world. I'm going to go rule and reign. Now, Jesus came back and said, hey, we got a problem. Well, I'll say God did. And God came looking for Adam in the cool of the day. You all know the story. He said, hey, Adam, where you at? He said, man, he said, uh, I'm naked and afraid. That's where he got that TV show from. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny, right? Naked and afraid. <laughs> they should just call him Adam. Chronicles of Adam, though. No, right? He's naked and afraid. And he goes, man, he goes, why? He goes, because I hear your voice and now I'm freaking out. And he goes, who, hey, who told you this? Y'all know this stuff. I'm paraphrasing. I don't need to read nine chapters of the Bible, right? Who told you this? How you know you're naked and afraid? He goes, man, now I, I, I'm naked. He didn't even know naked was, right? Now he gives him fig leaves. He said, okay, let me tell you how this is going to go. Now, this is big. Because he goes, okay. He goes, you, because of you, you're out of the garden. He said, Adam, because of you, he goes, you lady, you messed up. He said, now you're going to have to pain the childbirth and you're going to be submissive the rest of your life. Hello? Y'all yeah. know the Bible? Read it when you go home. It's Genesis, first 10 chapters will help you out, right? And y'all know this, right? This is what he said. This is what, this is what it was. He said, Adam, you're a jerk. You're getting out. Put an angel in front of you with a sword and said, you can't come in a fire and you ain't coming back. And he said, now you got the sweat of your brow, thorns and thistles. You're going to labor the rest of your life, bro. 
and now you two are going to be there. But he told Lucifer, listen to this, he said, you, pal, are going to be crushed. And it's going to be the seed of a woman. Which is funny, because the seed of a woman doesn't really come from a woman, it comes from a man. Now he's prophesying. <laughs> he got to definitely know what's happening. He's like, what you mean the seed of a woman, dummy? <laughs> he thought he's slick. Jesus got him. God got him right there. He didn't even know what happened. Church don't even know what happened. What you mean the seed of a woman? Well, you don't understand. I'm prophesying Jesus is coming. He didn't know that. But God right then and there was prophesying the soon coming king. And he said, the seed of the woman will bruise your head. And the seed of the woman was Jesus. But what did she conceive? She conceived the word. And what he was prophesying was this. The word is going to bruise your head for the rest of your life because I'm going to put the word back in man with dominion and it's going to dominate your life. Yeah, that's good. Now the devil's going to stop playing with you now because now you're dangerous. Because I'm loaded with the word. And then these nitwits try to get the word of God out of your mouth. No, don't be so extreme. You better get more extreme about the word. Because the seed that was in her was the word. He came with a word. The angel came and said, Mary, what? I don't know no man. He said, yeah, but what you got, you got from the Holy Ghost. She conceived the word, and Jesus was the walking word. And you got the word in you, and you got Jesus' authority in you. You got the word in Jesus. You're hardwired for success. And we was prophesying from the beginning of the fall. The death, the, I'm telling you, man, he prophesied from the beginning of the fall, the crushing of the word of God that's going to bind the devil for the rest of his life. And that joker didn't even know it. But we needed Jesus. See what I'm saying? We needed Jesus. And you're over there like, well, you know, I don't know what I got. Don't be like Adam. Now, I know what you're thinking. Man, listen, let's just, let's just let's shoot the elephant in the room, okay? You, ain't, you, ain't, you, you weren't packing this stuff 18 minutes ago, okay? So I don't really care about yesterday. I want to know what you can do from today to tomorrow. Amen. You know, and then we come back tomorrow, get more of this stuff. Next week, you're going to be dangerous. Why? I ain't putting up with that junk, bro. You better sit, sit, shut up. Don't buy, I bind you. Leave me alone. Why? why? You ain't going to deal with this mental. No, shut up. I told you shut up. I ain't going to tell you twice. Some of you talk to them too much. Don't you know who I am? I'm a walking word. Amen. Now, this is the importantness. Now, I'm going to show you where the fail comes in. The fail on our side is we don't keep the standard of the word of God. And that's what God showed me. This is so good. You're going to see this, okay? So I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you this tonight, and then we'll pick up more pieces, okay? So you understand what happened. So he said, hey, this is how it's going to go down. And then we see Jesus came. Jesus came. What did Jesus do? Redeem us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for everything that hangs upon the tree is cursed. That the blessing can come back on the church. And he said, I give you what? He goes, I give you dominion. Now, that dominion in Genesis 1 was the same dominion that you got back from the garden. See, in one garden, one guy lost everything. In the next garden, everything got bought back. That's why they called Jesus the second Adam, because the first one jacked it up. The second one obeyed the truth. See what I'm saying? And in the garden, he bought it all back. So now we got dominion back because of what Jesus did, and he put us back in our Eden-like condition, and he put back dominion in your mouth. Because Genesis chapter 1 we understood God gave man dominion, and then next thing you got three, and he's jacking up the whole world, and we lost it all, and we had to fall, and now we got to read what? Now, this is the problem. The first guy had no understanding of sin ever. And then when he sinned, when he sinned, Adam woke up. It's like, oh, my God, I'm naked. I hear your voice. I'm freaking out. He, now, the problem with us is we fell and came back, so now we got to renew because we sometimes tilt 
back and revert to the old way of talking. Right. Yeah. All the lightweights talk what they see. Now, I'm going to get on, Reen, and you just hang on because you guys got this. But I'm shaking, I'm shaking that nonsense off of you. Well, I don't see it. Be quiet. Now, I'm not rough, but I'm slapping devils. Well, you know, this. Be quiet. Stop siding your mouth with your enemy and thinking it's just normal to talk. Cut it out. Because this is where the people lose it. And this is what God told me. Okay? You're going to look like you're crazy. Yeah, welcome to the club. Calling things that be not as though they were. Making the word of God the final authority in your life. People ain't going to understand you. And stop trying to get your friends to understand you. You're talking a different language. You're an alien from another planet, man. You look like you got antennas popping out of your head to these people you hang out with. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Because you calling things that be not as though they were? Come on, man. Who don't think this is nuts? But you, you better just stay in the word because it's got to become the final authority. You understand? This is why I'm adamant about this. You're going to see this. Watch. It's how it works, okay? So you want to see this identity thing? Behold, I give. Look at this over here. Okay, I got like 15 minutes. I can do this. Behold, I give unto you what? Power. But say power. That word's authority. I give you power, right, to tread upon serpents and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. So he gave you power and authority. You understand that? You've been delegated authority. Now, I told them what that is today at the radio, right? I said, look, I was in Holly Hill. You know at the radio? And I said, all right, if you, if you, if you are a Holly Hill police officer, you have the city of Holly Hill backing you up, right? And we pray for those guys. We pray for all... Miss Kathy prays for everything. Miss Kathy prays for everything moving around here. Praise be to God. They pray, pray for the bugs, the birds. We pray for everything. God, hallelujah. We got everything covered. Right? But if you, got, if you got the city of Holly Hill, you got the jurisdiction from the city. But if you're a Volusia County Sheriff, you got county authority. That's different. So now if a, a, a police officer from Daytona Beach shows up and the sheriff shows up, well, guess what? If it's the county thing, county got the rule. Now watch this, though. If the FBI shows up, now we got a whole new kind of authority. we got federal authority at a different level. So when he shows up, he's running the show. Well, where did your authority come from? You got Jesus' authority. So who's backing up your authority is Jesus. You have been delegated the right to use his authority. Ain't nobody care about what kind of authority you got. It's like a police officer standing in front of a bus. You know, the other day I was riding over here. There was an accident, and he did like this. And he got that little thing, go like this. He got semi-truck looking thing stopping. Why? Because he can physically stop it? No, because he has authority to tell because of what's backing him up. The county, you better listen to me. Next thing you know, lights are going to come on. You're going to go to jail. Why? Because you didn't follow my direction telling you to slow down and turn, bro. Where did he get his authority? Now, does he have the physical strength to stop a truck? No. He has authority behind him that stops the truck. Do you have the physical ability to stop some of this stuff? No. You don't need it. You got authority to stop because Jesus gave you his authority, and his authority can overcome all the works of the devil. You got it? Now, go over here. Now, look. look here's the thing, right? So, this is big. So, go look at that. Um, what did I tell you about that Second Peter? I'll give you Second Peter uh, 1.3. Now, this is big, right? You got to get the right image. Write that down. You got to get the right image. This is the problem. Everybody has an identity crisis. Where is your image from? 
Well, I'm just a little old me. You ain't no little old you. You got God's authority on you and in you. Ain't no little you. And stop looking at your failures to tell me whether it's affected your authority or not. It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? You still got the same authority. Why? Because you, you got the power of God in you. Don't undo what he did because you think you're disqualified. Let me ask you a question. You think some FBI agent puts that thing on and that badge? You think he wakes up every day having a great day? You know what I'm saying? You think every day he feels confident? No, man. He's a human being. What's he do? He puts that badge on. No, he knows he still, got, he still has federal backing even though he's having a bad day. Hello? Does the authority change because the recipient doesn't feel like he's worthy? No. You got it from somebody else. So, you know, I I feel weak. Good. You're still strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Now, watch this. 2 Peter 1.3. This is big. According as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. Okay? Divine power has given us what? All things. And godliness. Look at four. Whereby, uh-oh, are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. So in the promise, in the word, is the power to create. By these, you might be partakers of a divine nature. But he's what? Exceeding great and precious promises. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. That by these, you might, what is he saying? Whereby giving us what? Exceeding great and precious promises. In the promise is the production to produce the authority. Or anything in the word of God. So it's in the word. You understand this? So you put that word in you. And you let that seed germinate until it grows a garden in your heart and you become it. That's how you renew your mind. Through these exceeding great and precious promises. So I'm giving you great promises tonight. So you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't know who I am. Well, you better, this is what you better become, a walking word. That's what you got to become. So now look at this. This will change your life. You pay attention. I've been reading this story for 20 years. And I didn't see it. The other day, he said, read it again. I said, well, how many times do you want me to read this, man? He said, read it till you get it and you didn't get it yet. And it wasn't me, it was God, because I ain't never seen this before. Go to, go to Matthew, go to Matthew 8 and 5. Now, when I tell you this tonight, you catch what I'm saying? I, t- I wouldn't even share this yet, because I loaded it. It's like in my spirit. And I'm telling you, if you get what I tell you in the next 10 minutes, your life ain't never going to be the same again, bro. Now, there, I, this is going to, it's going to be big. It's going to be two things big, and then it's going to help some of you, so you really got to pay attention. Okay? Read Matthew 8 and 5. King James. It's a Roman centurion. But now here's the big thing too. Rebellious people ain't never going to be able to get this. Because you don't listen to nobody. And you're, 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 you better, you might as well stay home and go look in the mirror and talk yourself into saying, I'm going to start listening to somebody. Because I can't, I'm going to tell you right now, man, it's the key to this. So I told you, I, that's why I tell you guys, you know, you go here, I tell you, look, if you can't listen to me, leave. I'm straight up about it, man. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit there, bro. Because if you don't be straight, like, what this guy's trying to, you, you ain't got that many people, and I don't really care. I tell all those people, next le- all those people that had the next level mentor thing, if you can't, you ain't gonna listen, you don't trust, don't, don't go somewhere else. You're crazy. 
Because you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have somebody you can listen. To. That's what this dude told him in his book. When you see this, it's gonna change your life. When God downloads it, say, "Well, I get it from the Word of God." You won't. You can't. Because you see, here's the thing. Let me tell you how order works in the earth. God does this. He pre-qualifies you. God will never let you eat the bread of heaven to eat the bread out of a man's hand in the earth, because you don't qualify for it. Couldn't never understand it. Didn't even see it in my own life. Didn't know I needed it. Didn't even know. Didn't even know where to find it. See, because everybody thinks, well, I'm listening to God, and that's the way I'm going to do it. No, no, no. God put order in the earth for you to follow before you ever even get to heaven. And if you don't pre-qualify in the earth, God will never open up heaven and tell you anything. And people just walk around and say, I heard God. Yeah, you heard God. Keep going the way you're going. You only heard God a little bit. God don't tell everything until you what? You start listening at another level. You want to know why? Because you ain't safe on your own. And God don't ever give you no power until you listen to somebody because you're dangerous. It's crazy, ain't it? And then you think like, well, and then most people, it's not, and let me tell you what the problem is with most people. Most people don't understand what they need. It's not that we're rogue, rebellious, and crazy and all that. We just don't know where to go. And we don't know who to listen to because I ain't found wisdom yet. That's the problem, right? Look around, search for wisdom. Ain't nobody smart. Biblical. Like, I'm like, God almighty. You know what I mean? It's hard. And then, you know what I mean? It's like, who do you listen to? Well, you got to listen to the Bible, but you got to listen to somebody in the earth to help you navigate what the Bible's saying because it's not what you believe, it's who you believe because somebody's telling you what to believe about yourself because every time you read it on your own, you reject it because you don't think you're qualified. Right. Right. And it bothers you because you're reading the Word and you're like, why is it so hard for me to get? Because somebody's got to sign off and say, you can believe that about you. Yes. It's who you are. Right. It's what you can do. Yeah. Crazy. I can't understand. I don't know. I'm not God. You go talk to God about it. I don't know. When I get to heaven, I got a lot of questions. Okay, now read this. Read this slow. You got to read this slow because you're going to see it. Because I read it. He said, read it again. Read it. Read it. I'm going to tell you I'm read it. I read it three times, George. I'm like, you know what, God? Sometimes, you know. Matthew 8 and 5. Because I'm looking for it. I was like, well, just tell me what it is. And when Jesus entered into Capernaum, there came into him a centurion beseeching him. And he said, hey, Lord, my servant lies home with sick and palsy and grievous and torment. Jesus came to him and said, I'll come and heal him. The centurion answered him and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under authority. I have soldiers under me. I said to this man, go, he goes. I tell another, come, he comes. He said, and then he said to my servant, he said, I do this, he does it. And Jesus heard this, he marveled, and he said, man, to them that follow, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great a faith, not even in Israel, man. And he said unto you, many will come from the east and the west, so sit down before Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out in utter darkness. There shall be weeping. And Jesus said to the centurion, go thy way as thou believe, so it be in thee. And the servant when he healed the same, same hour. And he said in verse 10, <clears throat> I ain't found no great faith, not like this, guys. And I read the first three verses. He said, and when Jesus came into Capernaum, he said in the centurion, said, Lord, my servant lies home sick of the palsy. And Jesus said to him, I'll come and heal him. And the centurion said to him, Lord, I'm not worthy. I read the first, I read five, six, seven, and eight four times. He said, read it again. I said, okay. Read it again. I read it again. Jesus said to him, I'll come and heal him. And he said, and when Jesus entered Capernaum, there came in him a centurion. And he said, Lord, my servant lies homesick and palsy. Centurion said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come. And I'm reading it, reading it, reading it. I said, what do you want me to say here? He said, look at how he addressed Jesus. He said, Lord, 
I never seen this read for 20 years. When you call him Lord, you just said, I'm submitting to what you say before you even say anything. That's what he did. He said, whatever you say, the next thing you say is what I'm going to do. Because you just became Lord of my life. He developed lordship in Jesus, not even really knowing everything about him. He did this. He said, I'm going to put myself under your word no matter what you say, and I'm not coming out from under it because I'm a guy to tell somebody go and they go. I'm a guy to tell somebody come and they come. I'm about to tell my servant go do this. He goes do that. So I understand what kind of guy you are. I don't know if you'll heal this joker that's home messed up, but I know this. I know something about authority, and I know the only way to get authority to work is the next question I ask you is what I'm going to do. And he said, this is what the Lord told me. I wrote it down because I'll screw it up if I had to get it on my own. Listen to this. I wrote it down. Check this out. This is deep. I read it, and he said the moment he shifted gears, he got Jesus' faith. Jesus said, I ain't never seen faith like this nowhere in the earth. He got Jesus' faith the moment he came under Jesus' authority from Jesus' words. And you do the same thing. But you got to get one with the word, and you can't, kid, you can't come up from it. I don't care what they do. I drop dead, go to heaven with the word of God in my mouth, and say, that's what you said, bro. Then I compromise in the earth and say something different than what God said. Don't you ever say nothing different than what God said. I don't care what you see. That's what he did. And I got it, and I caught it. You know what it is? You get somebody else's faith when you listen to their voice. It ain't even your voice, and it ain't even your faith. The moment he said, Lord, whatever you say, he started operating the faith of Jesus. Why? He submitted himself to Jesus, so he got what Jesus had. Amen. And he operated in miraculous faith because he submitted himself to the walking word. And the minute you submit yourself to the walking word, you're going to operate in the earth like Jesus with his kind of faith. Now you got to meditate in that. Because it ain't my word. And I thought about it in natural. If you come under someone and they say something, you got their authority. We go to work, right? We go to work, right? He got, he got a company. He got a company. You got a company. He got a company. He said, hey, tomorrow you're running all the crews. Okay. I don't know nothing about what you do. He said, just show up in the morning at the yard. I'm going to tell everybody you're the boss for the day. I show up. Guess what all those dudes are going to do? They're going to do whatever I tell them to do. We might be jacking up all the jobs, but he put me in authority. Don't put me in authority, but I'm going to tell you, hey, let's go to work. What do you guys do all day? I don't know. Go do what you do. You see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It happens in work. You've seen it. Yeah. You ever see when they give the nitwit guy the authority, he don't know what he's doing, and everybody's all lost? And everybody got to listen to the nitwit, don't know nothing to do. But guess what you got to do? Got to listen to him. He don't know what he's doing, but he got the authority from boss man. Yeah. Same thing in the kingdom. But this is what got me. Man, the Lord said it. He said, the moment he submitted to Jesus' authority, he got Jesus' faith in the earth to accomplish it. I said, what'd you say? The moment he came under Jesus' authority, he got Jesus' faith to operate in the earth. The moment you come underneath the authority of this word, you're speaking with the voice of Jesus in the earth. Because that's what authority does. Because guess what? The devil don't know if it's you or him. 
And as long as you stay one with the word, you want to know when you identify yourself? The moment you stop talking the word of God. Oh my God, you didn't get that. Listen to what I said. The moment you say something different, you want it's funny? Watch this, I'm done. We'll come back tomorrow because that's a lot. You got to let that sin drink. Remember when Lucifer came to Jesus and said, hey, if you are the son of God, he quotes Deuteronomy. He quoted Deuteronomy three times. Notice how nobody had a problem knowing that the word of God was truth. He just started to distort the truth, but he never quite questioned the validity of the word of God. You didn't hear what I just said. The devil quoted the word of God, did not disqualify the validity of it, just wanted to distort it enough so you can't see it and twist it. He ain't going to fight you on certain days. He just wants to distort you seeing it right. Because he's not going to come against it and say it's not the truth because he knows it's the only truth there is. He twists it to try to get you to see wrong. That ain't really who you are. You can't do that. Who you think you are? You ain't Jesus. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And the moment you open your mouth like a human, you identify yourself as one. But as long as you keep saying what God said, he can't tell the difference. Just say what he said. The moment you speak like a natural man, you'd identify yourself as one. If you keep yourself connected to the word of God, no one will know the difference between you and him. Submit yourself to this authority. Start operating at another level. Tomorrow we'll come back. We'll download more because that's a lie. But I need you to get that thing and understand it. So what you're saying, Pastor Grace, is the moment I submit myself to it, I can speak with the voice of Jesus. You better believe it. And you know what's funny? That goes with anybody. Because with whoever you submit yourself under, you get their authority. And you get their frequency to open up for your life. And that's why everybody says, ah, you know, you can get it on your own. You can't. Stay connected to what you got to stay connected to. And stay connected to that word and don't come out from under it. Why? Because the moment you come out from under it, you start identifying yourself as a human. When you don't want to go there, you want to stay identified as God. And he ain't got no problem calling you that. He calls you God of the earth. Who do you think is God of the earth? You are. He ain't got no problem talking like that, God. He said, I made you gods. I made you kings. I'm the king of kings. But I got news for you. Ready for this? This is going to mess you up. This is the bonus for staying five minutes. Ready for this one? Heaven belongs to God, but the earth belongs to man. You're supposed to be the ruler and reigner of the earth. Stop living here like you were some, like, you know, some stinking, you know, second class citizen. He gave you the earth to rule and reign. Heaven belongs to God, but the earth belongs to man. What you gonna look like tomorrow when the enemy tries to show you knock that joker out? Come on, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Come on, stand up on your feet, you did great. Come on, just pull those truths in. Everybody watching online, you did great tonight. Come back tomorrow, I'll give you some more powerful truths. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for these guys. I thank you for what they're doing. I thank you for where they're going. I thank you for the faith they're breeding in their life. And I thank you for the authority that they have. Thank you, Lord, they're making decisions for their future and making decisions to walk with you. I thank you for what you're doing in their life, Lord. Bless them that are watching online. Bless the church. Bless the authority of the believer inside of us. And let us see and know greater than ever before who we are in Christ. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. You guys are dismissed. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Be great. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.